Welcome, welcome to, to No Notes. Notes. I'm Colby. And I'm Alex. And welcome to the first episode of the new year. Yay! So this is the first New Year's that we didn't spend together in like three or four years. I know, it was kind of sad. I know. Did you miss me? I thought about you. I was like, I hope Colby's having fun. But at the time it was New Year's, I was actually asleep. And it was, I think, still the 30, 30th of December. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell our listeners where you were. So I was in Australia. Um, I went to the major cities and I um, hung out with my partner's parents. But for New Year's, I was I was on Bondi Beach. You were paraded home like a prize pig. Yeah. Yeah. And I won first first in cl- town. First yeah. in place. Is that a thing? Um, yeah, sure. First place. <laughs> first place. Um, first first uh, place hog. Yeah, it got back about two days ago. Um, still, I, jet lag wasn't so bad. Airplane ride wasn't so bad. Children. Man. On the plane? Yeah, so I'm poor, famously, and um, I got... I was going to say, I, I know where you're going with this. I heard a rumor. Did you guys ride in separate classes? Yeah, he... Well, his so being in first class was an additional thirty two hundred dollars, of course. And I think tickets were. I think mine was. I want to say it was like three thousand already. Yeah. Already too. So like it was way out of my. I wasn't gonna pay an additional sure. three thousand dollars, but they sat me next to two children. Oh, infants. One was. They're both under the age of two. One of them, I'm not gonna call it a child because it's a fucking demon, was. I, I kid you not, crying for 10 hours straight. No, absolutely not. 10 hours. We would so be I, having a mid-flight abortion. Yeah, I I wish we were on a 737 so that the emergency <laughs> plane would come out and I could toss out a fucking kid. <laughs> Undo a seatbelt. Yeah, I, easily. I, and everyone would clap. Yeah, maybe we should start carrying like, um, you know, sleeping medication with us. You just put it in a little apple juice. How did they How did they not think of like Benadryl? I don't know. So, I mean, do you still want kids now? No. Exactly. No. See, I, this is why I can't do it. it. Awful. Awful. Yeah, actually, um, what pisses me off more is when I am in like first class, especially long haul international, and someone has paid for their little kids to be up there. First class should be 21 and up only. Yeah. I. You know what? That is such a good point. Like, what is the reason? Sit down like an... You have an animal here. Yep. You're going to be treated like an animal and you're going to be in economy. Honestly, I don't understand why they can't just go uh, in stowage with the luggage. Yeah. Give them a Benadryl. Put a little playpen down there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Animals, though. Well, welcome back. I missed you. I missed you, too. Um, this morning, did you feel the, the earthquake? No. Was there one? Yeah. The new Ariana Grande single. Oh, <laughs> please. What, what, is, what, is, what is the track? I haven't heard it. You haven't heard it? No. Oh, okay. It's really good. I, is it I, just Ariana or is it a it's feature? Just, it's just Ariana and it, this, we're going to talk about this later, but there, we're going to have a game about predictions of 2024. Okay. Um, one of the things that's not on the list, but I thought about it was dumb pop should be back. Like I'm tired of like yes, this like very- bimbo pop. Yeah, bimbo, like, and dumb and bimbo, not in a pejorative sense, like in a mm-hmm. escapism sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. We need that back, and this song fits perfectly Yep, into that trend. Oh, I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, really good. Highly recommend. Honestly, it's, as long as it doesn't feature Frankie, I'm probably going to love it, so. You know what? He could be probably back of vocals, and I wouldn't know. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so go ahead and uh, take a listen to that one. All right, I'll put it on my to-do list. So as usual, we're going to start off with tops and bottoms. 
Um, for the new folks, we flip a coin and decide which one of us will discuss a top, aka the highlight of the week, and the other will discuss a bottom or something that bad that happened that week. Do you have your top and bottom? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna, uh, what do you want? Um, I want bottoms, so I will call heads or bottoms. Okay. I can't see it. That's tails. What did you say? Head for bottoms. Okay, so that means I go... I think it's the inverse. Okay, I go for... I get top, you get bottom. Okay, cool. Do you want to start off with the top? Sure, let's do it. Um, Mine is fashion-related. Okay. But did you see my post about the latest Gucci show? Yeah, I, I thought it looked really good and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you explain why you thought yeah, it was great? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, this is a little bit down the fashion rabbit hole, but Gucci has long had a designer, Alessandro Michele, who's has a very loud and garish sort of aesthetic. And his initial few years at Gucci, it worked because it was whimsical and charming and it was a deviation from the sort of boring luxury that Gucci was doing before. But after several years... I just felt really dry and um, like one note, like like he didn't have anything new to say. It felt tacky and cheap. Um, and I would equate it to like the Ed Hardyization of oh. Gucci. Like no one wanted to be seen in Gucci. And this latest collection is just a return to more like sophisticated luxury, but still really, really interesting. The like really saturated colors, very I architectural love that cuts. Mustard. Oh, the, yes. The, mustard, the, like, the puffy oh, mu- mustard so leather beautiful. sort of piece. Absolutely stunning. Like it, it's one of those, I, I guess I found it inspirational to see a collection that makes you want to dress better. Mm-hmm. And I'm just living for it at the moment. I will say that when you posted the pictures, I immediately thought this is high fashion. Exactly. It looked like high fashion. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, it looked very well thought out. Yeah, well, that's my top. So my bottom of the week is Australian coffee. Oh, really? Oh, I have thoughts on this. Continue. So my partner, uh, who's Australian, tells me like he misses the coffee in Australia so much. There's a there's a coffee brand here. It's it's called Blue Bottle. It's in the city and everyone that loves coffee loves this place. I don't think I've ever tried it, but um, I, I thought that Australian coffee would be fantastic. The first, I kid you not, three places we tried, the coffee was shit. It's so bitter. Even like the the Americanos that they have are like way more bitter, way, it it just tastes bad. Like it's, it tastes like you're blending herbal stuff in water. Like it's did not taste good. And then when they do have like an ice lattes are hard to find by or like really hard to locate. Um, and it's really hot, but when they do have it, they put only like one shot of an espresso and then they'll fill it with like a pint of milk. How do the gays survive? I don't know. And I think it's it's probably not Blue Bottle. You're thinking of Bluestone, right? Here in the city? I thought it was called Blue Bottle. Maybe Blue Bottle is also Australian. Who knows? Bluestone definitely is. And that was going to be my uh, feedback on this because there's a Bluestone right down the street. Maybe it is Bluestone. And the coffee sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I, I prefer to Starbucks. Oh, for sure. I would I would rather like Starbucks from the trash than Bluestone. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Oh, they suck. Yeah. So we're in a new year. New year. New me. Same me. No, I feel so different this year. Oh, and how so, bitch? 
I tell me. You know what? Like I I am not a person that's really into resolutions and every year just sort of feels the same for me. I think last year was a really foundational year for me. And I, and I would say for both of us, honestly, like I think we did a lot of things and experienced a lot of personal growth last year. And I personally feel really set up for, for like change this year. Yeah. I, I feel different. I feel a different energy. Yeah. I think that a lot of things happened to both of us. Um, I mean, I'm just like my, I got a new job, so I feel like I'm in a different literal physical place than mm-hmm. I was. Yep. And it's a lot there's a lot less stress in my life. So I'm, you know, I'm happy. And then also we started this podcast. So, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I think I, I invested a lot, um, in my like physical health last year, I think may not have reached what I wanted, but I did a lot in that space and I want to build on that this year. And similarly, I think I finally took that dive into more creative endeavors like this and, um, social media that we've talked about and I'm just feeling really energized about it. So I'm excited about this year. Are there any like specific highlights from 2023 that you, you remember that you're like, fuck, this is gonna like, this is changing me. I mean, so many of them. Um, I mean, I think one of the things that I'm most happy about is just the level of like connection and bonding that I think we had with like our friends last year. Yeah. Like I, I've, I felt like we've, we've had close friendships for a bit, but it really felt like a family mm-hmm. last year. And I, I don't know, I was just really happy with, you know, how that sort of shook out. And yeah. I, so I can pinpoint it to the, uh, God, what did I keep? It's the last party in P-Town that we went to all yes. together. Yes. That night I just felt like, I mean, the, the vibes were at, through the roof. All my sisters were there. Our partners were there. Like it was 10, 12 out of 10. Like it was fantastic. Like yeah, that is one moment that I'm like, I love the relationships that I've made. I mean, And we also just had such an epic year, summer especially, but just the amount of places um, we went to and things that we experienced together. We had to go to Mykonos, which I know a lot of gays love Mykonos, but Mykonos in particular has like such a special like meaning to me. Like I'm just obsessed with it. Um, and I was so happy to have taken my two best friends yeah. there and for us to have experienced that. Um, but just everything with our partners and uh, everything, I just, it was just such a special year and it really has energized and motivated me for all the things that we're going to do this year. Yep. Yeah. And I got to, I'll talk about it more, but I got to go to Australia with my partner and visit his family. I think that's like a huge step, especially when the family lives in, a, in other, on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. So I, and I'm really proud of that. Well, glad you got to go. Yeah. Um, so do you want to play a, a little game? Yes. So we both have been talking about this, but I think for our, our listeners, you probably have seen the trend that was all over the place, TikTok, Instagram, uh, at the new year where everyone was listing, you know, their ins and outs for the year. So we thought we would make it into a game. And what is the game called? In and out. <laughs> <laughs> so Which yeah, makes me want a cheeseburger real bad. I know, I know. Um, yeah, so we're basically just gonna say things that we think are in and out in uh, 2024. All right, I'll kick it off. Um, out authenticity. Out re-recording of Taylor Swift's albums. We don't need another Taylor Swift album. We need a ceasefire in Gaza. 
Out. The concept of the more the merrier. Keep your circle small and tight like your hole. Out, Hermes. Ah, out the straights. All right, now we're transitioning to in. What's in this year? Lobotomies. Tax evasion. Poopy sex. If he's your soulmate, he's not going to mind a little fecal matter on his penis. Horse tranquilizer. In chunky jewelry. (laughs) In ghosting. (laughs) Okay, well, that was fun. I had a great time. I enjoyed it. Uh, something that's also, uh, you know, appears around this time every year is, uh, resolutions. What do you think about resolutions? I mean, I mentioned this earlier. I'm just not that big on it. Um, I, I don't know. What about, what about, what about you? Like you're, I mean, you're pretty fit year round. So you're not going to be one of these people that has like the new year's gym resolution. No, I think I'm kind of along the same lines. I think that a lot of people take resolutions um different i think they're just like in a different mindset like i think a lot of people are like i'm gonna lose weight and i'm like that's cool but like why why are you doing that well why do you need a a whole new year to become a different person why not now yeah like why like why not start it six months ago Mm -hmm, exactly or like people are like i'm gonna stop drinking or i'm gonna stop drinking coke zero it's like why yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have some resolutions, but you just don't need a new year for it. Like a good one for you would be like to develop a you know personality. That's not going to happen when I have these fucking looks, mm-hmm. sweetie. Just relying on those tits too much. And ass. That's, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so um, what was your resolution last year? Um, you know this. Uh, and I can't I, remember. Yeah, I told you I wanted to get in like the best physical health. But Why? That, I just wanted to. I've had this mental picture for forever that like 28 to 32 for whatever reason was going to be like the sweet spot for me. Like, But aren't you 40? (laughs) 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 Bitch. Um, No, I don't know why. I just thought that would always be like the best age range for me. Of course, I just came up on the upper bound of that last year. So I was like, all right, I got to get this shit in the gear. Like, not that I haven't been in like decent shape, but I wanted to get like you know, fitter than ever. I wanted to try to eat better. Um, and it was really more about just the, the health perspective for me. And I think I am like proud of where I landed, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna really crush it this year. I feel it. You, I think you achieved it. This is like the best physical shape that I've ever seen you in. Um, I can't tell if that's underhanded or not. No, no, no. (laughs) I think you look fantastic. (laughs) I appreciate it. Don't ever change. All right. Well, maybe you should. (laughs) Um, I think my resolution last year was, I know one of them was to travel more, read more books. Bitch, we travel all the time. Yeah, but travel to new places. And I completed that um, Greece first time, mm-hmm. P-Town first time, Sydney, Australia first time. So I think I completed that. And then there were some others. One which changed our lives forever and we cannot say on the mic. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that did change our lives and I love it. And I wish we could there's share. A, there's a lot of um equines that equian equian. I can't I I'm having trouble saying that at the moment. They can't get operations right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, really solid times together. So do you have one for this year? Um, even though I, I don't have New Year's resolution per yeah. per se, but I definitely have um goals and i think because of some of the things that we've been working on like this podcast for example 
for the first time ever, I've actually created like actual KPIs to track towards like goals that I want to have of like listeners and things. Wait, KPI. Sorry, I didn't understand some yeah, of that like, lingo. Yeah, business lingo. Is like, <laughs> you know, like trying to measure um, our performance over time. And, you know, we're doing this because it's it's a fun endeavor for you and me to spend time together. And yeah. hopefully people out there l- listen to our stories and get some of the enjoyment out of it. But it, the, the reality is that we also want to have engagement. So I do have goals around engagement for this year. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I think for me this year... I think that I want to focus on making sure that I'm creative. Exactly. I want to make sure that I'm just not focused like 100% on nine to five stuff or money to spend. Like I don't want to be focused on like, oh, I need this amount of money to spend because I don't want to do this, this, and this. I want to do something that's not related to purely financial gain for me. Yeah. I mean, I think this is just a part of us getting older. We're, you know, in our thirties, it's, it's life felt like it got really serious really quickly. Um, and as much fun as we have, like, I don't know, we should be free from like the trappings of the heteronormative world with feeling like you have to have kids and be married off and all of that. And I just really want to have fun this year in whatever form that looks like. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to embrace my my inner child this year and hopefully uh, explore that through the creative endeavors we're doing. Yeah, good. Um, should we get to the no notes section? Yeah, let's do it. So for this week's episode, we wanted to focus on uh, New Year's Eve sort of uh, situations that we had. So obviously we had two separate ones, but do you want to start off with uh, what you did this New Year's? Yeah. Um, so I ended up going to a house party in Orinda. Have you ever been there? I've been to Orinda. They have like a, I think they have like a, a small college, but they're known for their basketball. I've never heard of Orinda. Um, how did you get there? We drove. Who drove? L. It was oh. L, um, Henry, Ty, me. Oh crap. So and one Andrea of- and then they had, they took another car actually love that you did like a house party because i i think like the worst part about new year's eve are the ticketed parties oh yeah i mean i guess this past year we did a day party on new year's day but for new yeah. year's eve we typically do some sort of intimate dinner or house party that's what we've always done together yeah i the transportation's always a nightmare on new year's eve it's yeah. expensive the if you want to do something like a ticketed party they're going to charge you a crazy amount, drinks, crazy amount, crowds, awful, animals. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the best way to do it is to spend it, like, at someone's house. Yeah, I mean, you know me. I'm all about some exclusivity and a, <laughs> a, a tight little knit event. I don't, you know, I can't do the big crowds. But, um, yeah, it was out in Orinda, um, which, again, never heard of. It's really dark out there kind of reminded me of my childhood out in rural Georgia, like just not a lot of lighting, a lot tons of tons of trees, tons of trees and greenery. Um, interesting place for two gays to live, but, um, you know, how many people were at this party? I would say maybe 20 to 25 people. Was it like a big space? So did that feel like small? Yeah, or like- I think it was the, the house was about, 4,500 square feet or so. Um, oh, so it's a bigger house. Bigger house. Yeah. Um, like 
you know, multiple living room kind of spaces, massive kitchen. They had a bartender, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a nice setup. Like, you know, it was, it was big. So I've noticed that a lot of house parties, especially in San Francisco, have bartenders. The bartender is common. Um, I wish people would focus more on hiring DJs. And we've been to a few parties lately that I feel like I've had DJs too. And you know me, I'm big on music. I think that like makes or breaks a mood. And if you're going to have a house party, it is entirely about mood. So this house, they had like all their overhead lighting on. So that was, you know, a no, no for me. Um, and they were just playing like someone's playlist off an iPhone and they would just change it their whim, which is also really annoying and distracting. for Was me. it on a speaker? Yeah, like their uh, like their speakers in their ceiling. You can know? you imagine if they just put a cell phone in a red solo cup? <laughs> uh, the drinks were in solo cups, weren't they? No, the shots were in like miniature red solo cups. Um, but yeah, it was uh, shoes off party, which that's, that's also very common. I'm convinced that well, the entire I was gonna, I was gonna say the shoes off is I, I never really know what direction it's headed in because yeah, it can definitely go a specific direction. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if the entire gay community is just, like, a foot fetish club mm. and they're just, like, trying to get a sneak peek of, you know, people's dogs. It's like when we go to someone's uh, house. There was one that we went to recently before Honey Dijon that it was shoes on. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is not going to become an orgy. Um, but mm, when it's shoes off, it's feeling like a step closer in that direction. Um, and especially when you're going to someone's house that you've never been to and you don't know the crowd, you don't know what the vibe is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say, and this is, um, something I think every house party should have is a well-equipped and sizable powder room. Um, I need a space when I get overstimulated to go decompress in, but also I spent several, uh, moments in there with our cohort of friends you know just socializing mm -hmm. spilling tea sharing secrets how big was the powder room um like five of us could fit in there no problem so like a regular sized yeah yeah you know yeah. someone sits on the counter you talk shit about the people that you don't know someone's peeing in the background mm -hmm. it's great yeah uh, you're also looking for sisterhood in the stall sisterhood in the stall um yeah so i really appreciated that they had that um so let's talk about the interesting parts of the party. Um, the bartender who I mentioned mm -hmm, mm -hmm. trying to fuck everyone. And I'm pretty sure. Was he hot? Um, some would say so. He definitely had a massive bubble butt and was wearing like 2008 express where everything's like painted on him. Say no more. You know, the type I'm talking yep. about dangly cross earring, yep. uh, oh, Latino. Um, he literally was trying to fuck everyone. He said to, to L like multiple times, like, please let me know if there's anything else I could do for you. And it was just like all over everyone. Quick side story. Speaking of, uh, I ran into, well, my partner ran into someone at the gym and they were saying that they were in first class and they were, um, be the steward, the flight attendant was gay and made this implication that he either was, fucking people in first class and the the flight attendant was covering for him or he was fucking the flight attendant in first class now that service uh, like is there is there no 
justice? Is there are there no manners anymore? I'm not mad about it. Really? No, I I don't care. If people are having sex on a plane. So you would be like the twink that's like, guys, go in the bathroom right now. Yeah, like the Austin Wolf yeah. posts. Which also, how does he fit in a? I don't know. I mean, I like bang my head on there every time, and I'm short. If so. you kick every twink out of this country, <laughs> who <laughs> else is gonna, gonna fuck Austin Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> I I love that. Ugh. Um. Yeah, so the bartender was already like a hot mess and that was getting interesting. Pretty sure he was hired for more than just bartending. Yeah. But was, how could he do anything if everyone's shoes were on? Um <laughs> and and I will say uh he was there after midnight too. So yeah, like oh, I said, I'm pretty sure he was wow. there for more than just bartending. Um but late night, uh they decided to shut the music off and switch to karaoke. If you're going to do karaoke, how old were these guys? Some of them were like in their fifties. Yeah, that the songs they're singing and the songs oh, I'm going to be singing, no, no, are not the same. So sweetie. I thought they were going to have like a setup on the TV with the mm. mics and everything. No, no, they pulled the bartender onto their piano to play like <gasps> classical tracks no. that then they were like singing to. No, it's so bad, Alex. Oh my so god, bad. this so this is quartz. This is this is hell. Worse. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just really, really bad. We didn't know what was happening. Were they at least like good singers? No. Mm-mm. No. And that's the other thing. If you're going to do karaoke, unless you're just live like, karaoke, yeah, that's not un- even karaoke. Unless you're just like comically bad, like, and you're able to deliver that in a way that's really funny, um, you should just not do karaoke. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't do karaoke unless other people know the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do that with 50 year old gays, those black and white musicals. Yeah. They don't make them anymore. Mm. So I don't know. It was, um, it was okay. I mean, I love a house party typically love intimate gathering. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't my taste per se. I would do it differently, <laughs> but let's hear about your new year's. Cause I think yours was probably more exciting. So I wouldn't say it was, so I went to Australia. I was there for technically I was gone for two weeks but i was actually there for like 10 days you lose some days because of the um the flying back and forth uh so i went to sydney first was there for a couple days then moved up the coast to the central coast then went to brisbane which is like a a city on the east coast Mm -hmm. and then went to a couple of beaches but i want to like talk about a couple of um things that i saw first so in Australia, barefoot culture, huge. No. And I'm not just talking about like at the beach. Like people are barefoot at the market, restaurants, cafes, the gym. I saw an old, like an, a lady in her 60s working out at like lifting weights barefoot. Gross. They're, they must not like think of athlete's foot as like. Ringworm. Like, I mean, like there's just gross. so many things. And they're just barefoot all the time. And oh. like, you know how the soles will get black? Mm. Yeah. It's got like a crust. It's a crust. It's a crust. Ugh. Um, That's foul. I've never noticed that. Does Matt do that? Does he walk on barefoot a lot? I wouldn't say he... Wor- no, not... But when he was in... um, Well, no. Oh, and people would also go to like the bathroom section, like the urinals. No. Barefoot. No. It was giving Mm-mm. Brittany. No. Mm-mm. It was giving Brittany. Um, I would also, I also noticed that the population size in Australia is tiny. 
Interesting. So the country size of the U.S. See that I actually always forget just how large it is. Huge. And then I mean I know it's it's sort of set up in the same way that, as the U.S. That the only places that you want to go are on either extremes of the east or west coast. Yeah. And in the middle is just a whole bunch of nothing. The the bush or whatever. Yeah. Out back. Um, yeah. So like the all the population centers are on the coasts of mm-hmm. both east and west, but it's only twenty five million. Like compared to the U.S., which is over three hundred million. Yeah. So Sydney, which was is the biggest city, still felt so small. Like I went, it made San Francisco seem like Ibiza. Wow. So, um, like we would be walking the streets. It'd be like popular. Like we went to uh, King Street, uh, King's Cross, all these like popular areas, and you there there aren't that many people on the street. Interesting. How's the diversity of people? It's white. But I mean, like, I feel like, okay, I, you and I have talked about this before. I can spot an Aussie like a mile away. I mean, yeah. I, I spotted Matt, uh, before yeah. he even spoke, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, I can pick up on it. Um, they all just, they all have a very fuck boy look to me, Yeah, which I think is like going back to them being fuck boys. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to say they're convict ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a lot of shared DNA there. They all just look very similar, in my opinion. Yeah, they do. Um, they all are like six foot three, six foot five. A lot of them have long hair. Like I would say a quarter. Really? Of the population. I mean, has I knew like mullets hair. were trending in Aussie land, but I didn't Huge. know. Huge! Oh my gosh, mullets, um, mustaches. Yes. I yeah love that. Like it's Were very they all conservative. wearing the short shorts too? Because I the feel rugby like that's shorts. Tri- yeah, it's the rugby shorts with oversized black shirts yes. or white. Yeah, um, I love that look. Like I, the entire time I was there, I was like, "How can I copy this look?" You were probably quite exotic to them then. No, here's the thing. My biggest, I so the thing that I hate the most is just how unimpressed. I was to Australian people. So in the U.S., if you hear an Australian, meaning they were not impressed with you. They just couldn't be bothered. So in the U.S., wow. if, you, if you hear that's an a new one for you. Tell me about it. And this is character character growth because I would be crying in any other situation. Mm-hmm. But um, like here in the U.S., you hear an Australian accent. People are like, "Where are you from?" People are like, it, people will just start talking to this random person because they have an Australian accent. Yeah. In the U.S., I was talking to them like you know, bartenders, random people. No one would say, "Where are you from?" You know, no one cared at all. I could have been dead on the middle of the road and people would be like driving around me. My respect for Australians has increased tenfold since we had this conversation. Well, (sighs) that's a shame for you because Australians love me. I've had really good success rate with Australians. So, yeah, well, I've seen what they look like, sweetie. That's the third time I called you sweetie on this podcast. Didn't you also tell me they were pretty roided? Uh, and on Bondi, on Bondi beach specifically, it's like LA. So it looked like, yeah, I I knew it sort of, it looked reminiscent of SoCal. It looked like SoCal, the houses on the coast looked like the Newport homes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The people there are really, really in shape. All of them are like six, you know, really, really tall. They're all in really great shape. They don't care about skin cancer. They're all like leathery tan. To the point where I'm like, I'm concerned. Wow. So a place with great weather, attractive guys that all look largely similar. Um, 
where I would trend and you flop. It sounds like we should move there. Yeah, let's go there. It's also really conservative. There aren't that many gays. Good. We, we went to <laughs> we went to uh the bars down there on King's King's Cross and it was like it was like Twin Peaks. Really? It I kind was of thought the night like the terrible nightlife scene supposed to be great in Sydney. No, terrible. I'm maybe ticketed parties are probably a probably, lot better. Probably. But the bar scene was a flop. I, I do think they have a little bit of like a DL culture. Yeah, it's very conservative. They only yeah. Recently... That's what I'm saying. I think it's a little bit more like repressed, and you have to seek it out more. So, can you imagine how terrible their personalities are then? Well, you date one, so. <laughs> uh, uh, and then for New Year's, I went to sleep at ten. I didn't say. Were up. you at his family's place at New Year's? Or? No, I was on Bondi. Neither of us wanted to, like, actually do anything because of the things I said earlier, like crowds, ticketed. We did go to lunch or not lunch, uh, pre-dinner drinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was after, actually. Yeah, it was after uh, dinner drinks. It was still like sunlight because we ate pretty early, and uh, there were people that were starting to come in for this party at the bar that we're at. And it seemed it's just miserable. It's like a lot a lot of British were at the Bondi section. Oh. And so, you know, they're like God, they're just everywhere. Lads on tour. They're they're starting to be like the Parisian bed bugs, you know? Disgusting. Just popping and up everywhere. They're so gross and you can spot them because they're all pink. Because they they never get sun. And mm. so they're there and they're like, Oi! Is <laughs> you me daddy? Is you me daddy? <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Dude, the entire time I was there, I was trying to perfect my, my accent, and I thought I would be doing well, but then it was just kind of flopping. Um, can we deviate for one moment because you just talked about the British? Uh-huh. So I was really hoping that I would get my bottoms earlier uh, during the tops and bottoms segment, but have you seen uh, the trending story about gays can't give a normal compliment yes so coming out of like the golden globes like all of these gays just posting these absurd tweets (laughs) and i just need to read to you the one about rosamund pike okay from saltburn so it's uh her and dior couture and chris says she flew the mother plane directly into the world serve center in (laughs) contagon And I am living. There was one. I'm just going to do it from memory. But it was like, I think it was, I want to say it was the um, actress from Beef, Ali Wong. Yeah, I think I saw that. She was wearing something and the caption was, Mama ate contaminated food and had slayeria all over the carpet. (laughs) And there's another one I have written down about Greta Lee. Um... This says she's next in line of serve session to the chief executive mother of Slay Star Roy Cunt. <laughs> you know, we're really creative. Yeah, we are. Uh, we can impart um, wisdom combined with comedy. And I just think that's what makes the fag special. But anyway, back to your Australia trip. I mean, that's basically it. Well, what I wanted to hear about were the animals. So, yes, I went to the Steve Irwin Oh, I didn't realize it was... That's the one you went to. Wait, did you get to see Robert? No, man, but he... (sighs) So so hot, hot, right? His perfect. His dad 
beautiful human being, first of all. But, but not a beautiful physical. Right. But he I mean, he did a good job with those kids. Yeah. Like Terry's the, pretty. They His see, wife? The, yeah. Or Gina. The kids seem so sweet. I love that they've carried on their father's Actually, legacy. Actually, this is going to crush you. I've no. heard uh, Bindi. I've heard she's a cunt. Well, good for her. Yeah. You know what? Applaud. But Robert seems precious. Yeah. I'm obsessed with his TikToks of him and all the little animals. And he's just, he's, he is his father, yeah. basically. Yeah. So uh, what, what animals do you get to see? I got to see, oh, fuck. I have a present for you and I forgot it. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, I'll just get next it. Next podcast episode. Yeah, I'll get it to you next time. Um, But I got to see the ruse. It better be a fucking quokka. My it, lips are sealed. Anyway. I get to see, I, oh, I have a video. I'll show you after the, the podcast. I have a video of them. Wait, they had quokas there? Yeah. I thought they're only in Perth like or off Perth in Rottnest Island. This is Australian Zoo. Wow. The National Zoo. They have everything that you want. So I saw you got to hold a koala. I got to hold a, two different koalas. One was Jasper. Jasper. So there were four people in my tour. It was me, my partner, and then this random British couple that can you know go to trash mm-hmm. they got to hold uh jasper first jasper held on to them and then when i got to jasper jasper just wasn't having it i think jasper is a little racist he saw my skin <laughs> he didn't like uh the scent you put off no he was like this which is weird because out of all the people i probably resemble a tree the most is the skin <laughs> color but he did not want it. like so the video i posted on instagram was him not wanting to hug me. Oh, I didn't realize he he actually never hugged you. So they switched me out and got me. They gave you the non-racist surfer, koala. and surfer was a little bit more appreciative of my skin color, my Latinaness, and hugged me. And I'll show you the picture as well. Um, and what do I, they feel like? They feel like a stuffed animal. They're not. Oh. They're so. They're like like a buzz cut. You know how like the koala stuffed animals feel exactly like a, a real oh, one that's so cute and when the tour guide person that i don't know i don't know what her official title is the chick that checks on koalas was turned around there was a koala that was in the tree and i was just scratching that butt, and it like it like it, it kicked <laughs> it started kicking out and scratching it was so cute oh adorbs did they have um australian possums there no 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 mm. no i only saw them on the side of the road dead um, there's so many fun Australian animals. It always makes me think of um, like the second generation Pokemon when you finally ended up in like a new yeah. space and there were all these Pokemon you had never seen before. Yeah. That's how Australia And they're feels not like quite as good as the original 151. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. But like there's like King. And also, why do they all start with Ks? There's like Kiwi, Kangaroo, Koala, Kookaburra. Like there's all these... Yeah. animals um but I, I think it might be uh related to the indigenous yeah language. probably um but so many cute animals i just want to hold yeah it was a great time loved australia loved the zoo i'm glad that i was there for the beginning portion of 2024 sounds but, like um, the nightlife wasn't it though no nightlife was not i'm sure that there are parties that are ticketed and like underground but i, I didn't get to explore the bar scene though dead she's gone maybe it shouldn't that be that high priority for us i've been thinking about we should do this for like mardi gras oh no it's like i'm sydney felt like minneapolis wow not even 
not even Sacramento. So what what of our listeners should go to Australia? Like, what should they be going to Australia for? More the nature, beaches. outdoorsy. Yeah, it. What the entire time I was there was eight mid eighties. Humidity was really high, so it was kind of a little like nothing would dry. Mm. But go there for nature. Tons of beaches. I, I was at a beach the entire Bondi Beach. Then I went to Noosa. Then I went to Burley. Uh, fantastic, be- like waters probably in like the low seventies. It was beautiful, but the gay scene is not. So you really need to be into like nature, outdoorsy sort of activities, um, or trying to like play with the animals, or trying to abduct or kidnap Choice of On. Exactly, exactly. Um, and maybe Melbourne was is better. Yeah, you know that's where you find joy. Yeah, architecture. Corgina. Yeah, I've um there's a fascinating YouTube channel I've shared with your boyfriend before. Um if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's mm-hmm. called The Local Project. Yeah. And they do a lot of minimalist homes and 90% of them are um in Australia. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Like whatever they've got going on from a creative direction over there, they've nailed it. In Brisbane, I checked out a hotel. I think it was called Carlisle. Mhm. Stunning. It was like it looked like modern slash brutalism with a little bit of like warmth a lot of plants hanging out of like everywhere nice really really nice so yeah makes up for another facts well i can't say i'm too disappointed that your new year's wasn't that fabulous without me maybe it'll be a sign going forward that you need to spend it with me you're a cancer and i cut it out (laughs) (laughs) no um i mean i don't know just have more fun when we're together. We do. We do. And we have a ton of really good trips lined up for this year. And hopefully our, our listeners will get a, a glimpse of, of it. Yeah. Got some parties coming up soon. So more content to come. All right. See you guys. All right. We'll talk to you next time. And thank you for listening. Hey, it's Colby and Alex here. Thank you for listening to No Notes. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and share with your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram at no notes pod, one word, or you'll find updates on new episodes and see more into our lives and the stories that we share with you on the show. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, keep it real and keep it queer.